0: hello everyone and welcome to the break show great break time podcast where we kind great of job, chill and talk about whatever interests us i can read i'm not tired we'll start somewhere and see where it takes us i'm eric and as always i'm joined by two great amazing individuals
1: wow not even your friend
0: yeah, we're, we're just individuals. <laughs> well, anyways. I mean, we're amazing, that's great, but yeah. damn, i not, not a friend every anymore. Single e- every <laughs> single episode of this thing that we do, we go through a little arc where we all just start to hate each other a little bit more. Dang. And Eric's going to be the first one to show it, because he went off script, he, he said it was the break show show con- yeah, kind of break, time break talk. Show? There's a script break show, that time says talk. we're friends, and he decided we weren't. Yeah, he's decided to say two uh, individuals that oh I, that, that yeah, I kind of I, know, you know? Yeah, they, they exist, I know them. We, we record mm. together, we do some stuff together, but they just exist. There are some together. individuals I just know. Of. I mean, how are you guys doing? How are you two individuals doing on this fine Saturday? Well, salty, because now I guess we're not friends anymore or something. Yeah, bummer, man. Yeah. It's a real shame. <laughs> well how are you doing i guess not friend yeah uh it's been great what it's been like two half two weeks we haven't recorded due to various yeah. reasons sorry about that guys if you guys are watching this week to week we missed two weeks but also this doesn't matter if you're like binging us also this is really funny because you know um this would mean that i have the confidence that we are able to accrue enough of an audience where people would be either doing one of the two um but yeah uh I don't know nah, why it's we literally guaranteed. <laughs> I'm trying to remember why we didn't do it the past 2 weeks, but I honestly can't. I think one week it was just like I'm just not feeling up to it and the second one was like someone couldn't make it or something like that. I thought it was cuz you didn't want to edit on Sunday because you said Oh yeah, that's right. But this gonna... is when we were figuring out the new schedule. That's right. Okay, I got it now. Yeah. Uh, we're moving things to Saturday, so uh, we're recording this on Saturdays now. Because recording on Sunday and then having to go on this like really tight, essentially like a less than twelve hour deadline to get it on, get it on Monday is kind of just difficult for me because I'm I'm the one who edits these as well. And so yeah, it's what we in the business call terrible. Yeah, so it, it just gives Run me a little shine. more li- a little bit more leeway. Saturday is also kind of a more chill day, so I, I feel less. It feels as hectic to be doing this on a Sunday for some reason. I don't know why, but that's kind of like what's been going on. But Brian? Diamonds are made under pressure. What? Diamonds are made under pressure. <laughs> diamonds are made under pressure. Yeah. yeah, you know. But the thing is, you know, the <laughs> other thing that you know, the other thing that ta- requires for diamonds. Fucking time! You need time to make diamonds. I'm sorry, Eric, but uh, that's for rocks under pressure. People under pressure turn into fossil fuels. Yeah. Uh, anyways, you did ask how my day has gone. It has been a fine day. It ha- has. It. Lots, lots of stuff has happened in the past two weeks. Think of, think of all the content we can now tell our viewers because we were gone for two um, weeks. I don't know what there, what there is to talk about. Honestly, I, mean, uh, I got I, this. The beginning of this week, I got super happy because in the mail I got my diploma for my grad school. Yay! Okay. Oh, good you work. That. You're now a graduate twice. Yeah, yeah. I have now graduated twice. My my name on diploma, Eric. Who my true name? <laughs> my true name is cool. Finally, got my diploma. It came really fast this time. I know when. All of us went to Santa Cruz together, and I know the diplomas came like September after we graduated, so it was like three, it took four months. Like actual peer. months, yeah. Yeah, this the time funny it thing came is, in like two months for my, for my grad school. The funny thing about our diplomas is that the, the diploma came first, months after we graduated, and then the diploma covers came even later than the diplomas. Or wait... No, I had the, the opposite d- experience. My diploma carrier came fairly early and that it was like a month before the diploma came. Oh, maybe that was it. Maybe wait. the diploma covers came first and we're like, "Great. I don't have the thing that this is supposed to be <laughs> I for was just yet." Just like a this is where I would put my diploma if I had one.
1: <laughs> yeah, has, that is exactly had what diploma happened.
0: covers was Yeah, we uh, Wait, you don't you didn't it's get a just diploma like cover? Oh. case, man? Oh, so yours? J- okay, so maybe yours it? just never came then. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, he's going to grad school. He doesn't need it. Wait, yeah, <laughs> he's he not need it. He has one anyway. He'll get a more important diploma to put in his diploma cover." Was there supposed to be a cover that came with it? I, I yes. yeah, there was. There was. <laughs> what is this? I never got one. <laughs> um, I guess you just weren't as important as put possibly. both of them in the same cover then. Yeah, even though one of them is from Santa Cruz and the other one is from a different university, just put them both in the, in yeah. the grad school cover. Wait, that's... wait. I didn't get a cover for my grad school either. Well, maybe it's coming. We don't know yet. <laughs> they don't want you to have one. Yeah, we don't know if you're going to get it yet. Wait, wait, are it, we... could, it could still be on the way. Are we talking about the same thing? Are we talking about like a frame for the diploma? Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about it's like a little frame thing that it. it kind of looks like an empty book book and the only page in there is supposed to be your diploma, yeah, you know it's like a it looks almost like a hardback book cover. I don't think I got it, no, I don't remember anything about it because okay, for so for my diploma, my two diplomas, for some reason, my parents had like a picture frame for two exactly two diplomas, and the background of the picture frame was Stanford. So I think they just, I think it was a gift from somewhere, but it was like a Stanford diploma frame that had spots for two diplomas in it. So now people don't, if people don't read your diploma closely, they're just going to assume that you graduated from Stanford. That's great. That's just an improvement. Don't correct them, man. Yeah, so I just used that for both my diplomas. I don't think I ever received the frame for either. That's great. Just, just make people think that it's from Stanford. Way to celebrate your alma mater, Eric. Instead you're like you're just like no, don't, don't don't look too closely. I I'm a Stanford grad marker and cross out the school on the diploma, yeah. right? Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It just says Stanford on. It. He just like he marks the entire thing he covers yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. And then it just says Stanford on it. It's now. it on the front of both of them, let's say Stanford. <laughs> One of my friends does something similar where he like pretends he's from a different school when he actually goes to a less uh as well known school as Stanford where he worked at Stanford for an internship for for a summer camp called ID Tech. And when he was there, he just bought a bunch of Stanford merch. And just wears it all the time and pretends he's from Stanford, and I love it. And then if anyone asks, he was at Stanford. Yeah, Stanford. he's like, I, I worked, worked at Stanford. No, no, no no. no, 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 what people would ask is, like, you went to Stanford? And he's like, yeah, I yeah, went he did. to Stanford. Exactly, he's not lying, he did go to Stanford. He's not lying. However, that is an omission of the truth, and that is lying by omission. Nah, no, that's telling the truth. He is, he's, tell, he's telling a partial truth. The thing is, is that people probably expect, you know, a different answer. I mean, a partial truth is not really a lie. Yes, it is. It's lie, but I just said lie by omission. It's totally a lie. Nah, 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 no, nah, nah. Nah, 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 nah.
1: It's <laughs> <guys>. the truth.
0: <laughs> you guys, you guys are gonna it's mark it. It's a flawless your... argument. I don't even know if you guys even bought any Santa Cruz merch, but.
1: I have a hoodie. I got about a pull up. it.
0: Ah, I don't actually I don't think I probably don't have any at all because I didn't buy any the don't secret you want is to re- re- buy it I was given a polo yeah, don't Let's you see. want to represent your favorite mascot banana slugs the banana slug isn't bad it's just who cares <laughs> I own more merch from my high school than from my uh college yeah that's true for me as well because I actually own at least one piece of yeah, no, that'll do it. it Less stiff competition. I have two high school things, but only one college thing. I see. Weren't you forced to get high school merch? Like, at very at the very least, P.E. clothes? Yeah, they forced th- you Oh, I flew away P. E. my Plus. P.E. clothes as soon as I wasn't in b Those things were disgusting. I also, like, hit my growth spurt, like, immediately after being given them, so they, like, were actually tiny on me. See, that's what they that's what they do, is that they know that in high school and middle school, the kids are going through growth spurts, so that's when they start to get into the, you gotta buy PE clothes, yeah. and then they're like, hey, you know, your kid, they grew a lot last year, so uh buy uh, some buy more new ones. Buy some
1: more.
0: Yeah. Buy more PE clothes. Yeah. That's the, that's the hustle that all high schools do. <laughs> I refuse to get new ones, and I just wore tiny PE clothes in my second year of PE. Hmm. I mean, that's always an option, I guess. Show it off my legs better. I feel like the worst part about the PE clothes is there's no pockets. I think they're designed that way, but still. Having no pockets sucks. Yeah. Well, what are you going to need pockets for when you're in PE? You shouldn't have anything on yet. You know, just the essentials. Interesting rock on the ground. Okay. (laughs) I don't... When are you gonna ever be in a position where there's an interesting rock on the ground when you're in PE though? Uh, All like the time. time? <laughs> really? You yeah. Know, how many rocks did you guys pick up? You're running around you, in circles. Is you this can't sort of, not pick up the cool rocks that you see all the time. How would you, picking up the rock would slow you down? Why would you nah, do that? You get good at it. Is this where I learned that the two of you were just in complete ang—were ang- just in complete anguish during PE because you couldn't pick up the cool rocks you found in the ground? Oh no, I picked PE? them up. I just held them in my hand the entire day. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you literally don't understand. For the for almost the entirety of high school, I had half of a purple crayon, two interesting rocks, and a dead battery in my pocket because I liked them. Why <laughs> oh, well okay you just told me why. Yeah, I um, liked them. And two of those rocks on. I both picked up That no, one was from a lunch period and the other was from PE. I see. And well, you just had to keep those on your person at all times and I still PE own those Your PE clothes got in the way of you being well no, but are you keeping them on your person at all times? Yeah, they went in my clothes that they they were in my clothes in the locker room. They I see. They were in the pocket of my hoodie. So I, I was one of those kids in high school who wore a hoodie every day even if it was like a hundred
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Lucky rock, lucky, lucky Rock. I, I don't know if it was a lucky <laughs> rock, but damn, I liked it. I can't imagine. I used to think, well, oh, this is more like an elementary school, so younger, not more naive, less educated. um I, th- I saw a, f- a cool rock on the ground that was just like a rock that had encased other rocks <laughs> in it, That's and I was nice. like, "Wow, this is really cool. And, you know, I was like, this must be one of those conglomerate rocks that I learned about in my, in, like, the geology part of my elementary school time. Yeah. Uh, elementary oh, school was whack when it came to exercising. There were just so many different ways they just tried to broke kids to do it. It was, yeah. it was after lunch, or, like, during the lunch uh, playground time, whatever. Like you have lunch, and people, then the kids can go straight to the playground for like thirty minutes. So like, it they have like a like they have a little they have they have they have a track open during this time, and they have like parent volunteers sitting at the beginning of the track, and you can go to them to like sign your name in, so they know that you can uh, that you that you want to start running on the track, and they keep track over the entire school year. Of how many laps you've run, but but the the thing that always bothered me is that they only did this right after lunch. So you eat like an entire <laughs> meal, then they tell you you can go run on the track, and it's like it it like ropes kids in because doing running on the track and getting higher points gives you like some goodies too. Like I believe if you got a a hundred laps by the end of the school year, they gave you like a huge trophy. Like, every kid that ran 100 laps, a huge trophy. So there was incentive to run on a track right after eating lunch, which probably isn't a good idea. <laughs> what, uh, what? when was this? This was high school? This, this was elementary, elementary school, but... school. Dude, I would have done that literally every day. Elementary school kids are weird. There, the the thing is, is that when you're an elementary schooler, I don't think it really matters if you have food in your tum tum or not. Also, I don't know why I said tum tum. You're know. getting in the mind of an elementary. schooler. I guess so. I'm, we're we're regressing. You know, related just, just for just for the episode. Related. I I have an excellent story that I remembered the other day. That like it's one of those stories that I look back upon. And I'm like, wow, this really happened to me. So, at elementary school, uh, pretty much all of elementary school, I was on a fairly early growth spurt i um i w- I was pretty tall for my age, and as a result, I was pretty fast for my age, and I liked running a lot, so I was for pretty much the entirety of elementary school, I was the fastest kid in my class in my grade, so and like a lot of people knew this because I don't know I was not subtle um and I was chilling around one uh one recess, I believe it was third or fourth grade, and a kid approaches me. He says, I asked the PE teacher who does the, like, laps for PE, I asked the PE teacher for the list of the fastest kids, and I'm challenging them all to a race. Oh my god. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> at the time, I was pretty stressed out. You see, I was I was at a disadvantage. It was the middle of recess, and I had been running all recess, because that's what we did during recess. So I started tired, but I did not back down. I accepted his challenge, and we had a race. But I lost, and I was, I was like, "Damn, this is terrible." I'll never forget. His name was Nathan, and uh, some people were convinced that he was now the fastest kid in the class. But it was just because <laughs> I was tired. I was at a disadvantage. It, I'm I'm just spooked that it's like either he completely lied and had just like watched a Fast and Furious movie or something, and just like wanted to be one of the characters. Or that was, like, the coolest PE teacher in the world, who's just like, Yeah, I'll give this kid lap times, and then he can go around and challenge. That sounds cool as shit. <laughs> that's, that's a very interesting thing. I've never heard of anyone doing that. Yeah, never, I was, I was just, don't... like, intimidated by him being, like, literally, like, a a story protagonist going around challenging the fastest racers. And he challenged me, known as the fastest, the fastest one. Racers. And one. For him, it was just, like, a hero's moment, dude. The fastest racers. Did you ever challenge the fast- Yeah, and then it was like in third grade. So it yeah, like, did wow. you ever challenge him to a runback? It's actually super funny, probably to watch. <laughs> did, you ever ta- did you ever challenge him to a run back? No, he wasn't in my class, so it was hard oh, to like find him. I could only find him during recess, and we weren't friends or anything.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: was like the second time I'd ever spoken to him. You see. You should have said something like, "You should have. You should have like." Examined. Yeah, you didn't challenge me at my full power. <laughs> yeah, you were already kind of spent. You were rel- running on a half-full tank. Yeah. that's half-full. How are you supposed to... Help? No, it's just know. reminiscing about that is, like, actually wild. I'm like, wow, I was, like, actually in, like, an 80s movie, but, like, in third grade. That is interesting. And I guess... That's what oh, yeah, by the way, that rock that I thought was a conglomerate rock, it was a piece of cement that broke off of, like, the, the, the little, like, uh, what do you call it? The thing, the box that holds all, like, the wood chips. Cement that broke off the box of wood chips. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That's understandable. One of my favorite rocks was concrete. I see. Concrete is cool looking. looking It's not actually rock. It's actually just a piece of concrete. And I was like, well, that. The other thing is that I'm pretty sure that I mistook a bunch of dog poop for rocks because it was hard. And I thought they were meteors. I was like, wow, these are black (laughs) and they're meteors. And I was playing with them. And I put them in my backpack. And uh and my mom was like, What is this? And I'm like, they're meteors. I found them. They're like, I don't think that's meteors. <laughs> she's like, I <laughs> I hate to break it to but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it's petrified. it was petrified poop, most likely. Nice. That's good. But it was too. petrified that's very fun. Yeah. That's it equally was petrified fun as meteor. It is. Well, uh, it's not as because meteors are cooler than, than petrified poo, I have to say, but no. It's a different angle. Poop is funny. Meteors are cool. Both about equally entertaining. Yeah, but I wanted the cool. I didn't want the, I, I'm a stupid kid who just picked up a bunch of poop and put it in my backpack. You embrace I don't want to it. be back, now own more poop. I don't anymore. I got rid of it because my mom said that it wasn't a meteor. <laughs> it could have been a meteor. I don't think it was. I'm pretty sure it was poop. Your mom stole the meteors. She wanted them for herself. Uh, <laughs> she tricked you into giving up the meteors. This is a very weird way to, you know, drive this conversation. Your mom's weird because she she took the poop from you and kept it for herself. No, it was meteors, dude. <laughs> I don't think they were. Oh, maybe she was trying to... Yeah, she's use. trying to get the meteors off of your person. Yeah, she was trying to, to trick me into thinking it wasn't, so she could have all the fun with the meteors herself. Yeah, How you were a lot more interesting it, when I was in elementary school. I would bring home, like, bugs in my pocket. There's a there's a tree of walnuts, I would bring home walnuts, and I'd eat the walnuts. That was hmm. about all I brought. I never made a meteor claim. A meteor claim? I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know, I mean, that's not something that I'm proud of, but I don't know, we're talking about elementary school stories, so I guess that's, I don't know, it's just kind of, that's what's happening, and tying it into that, essentially. I remember I had a millipede in my pocket that I kept in my pocket the whole day, and I kept putting back in my pocket when it tried to crawl out, and then I was very disappointed when I got home it was not alive. I um, wonder why, but yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Uh, yeah, that's, so that's another thing that I remember uh, back in my time at, uh, what is it called, the Child Development Center, or whatever. CDC, CDC uh, we called it CDI at the time, it was essentially like, you know, an after-school daycare, because you know, both my parents worked, so they couldn't pick me up until later in the day. And um, I remember that what we had done at some point was we captured a couple of praying mantises, and we had these... Habitats for them these like portable little habitats where you could just like put a bunch of various foliage and stuff and create a little environment for them to live oh, in. Oh, that's great You put them in there and one thing that we would do whenever we had outside time at a uh, CDI was uh, We would just catch a bunch of bugs It didn't matter what kind of bugs as long as we caught them And we would put them into this little tiny pen with the praying mantis and then just watch oh, the, the praying, praying mantis, mantis eat everything. Man. Yes, and just watch the praying mantis eat those things it was That's so great. crazy. Oh, God. Yeah, God. You kids brutal. Jesus. What are you talking about? That's how praying mantises live! How else are we supposed to feed our awesome pet who is very <laughs> dis- very deadly? <laughs> when I was a kid, I liked to catch bugs, too. I, uh... I liked catching bees occasionally. That was fun. You caught beesies! You, you, you get, like, a... The best is, like, a peanut butter jar, right? Mm-hmm. And you poke, like, one tiny hole in the top. And then you have to scoop it. The hard part is when you already have a bee, and then you gotta go for the double catch, and then you have two bees in the peanut butter jar. <laughs> if there's a tiny bit of peanut butter, they live quite some time. If they're hornets, they'll, they'll they'll eat the peanut butter.
1: Mm-hmm. At the
0: time, I didn't know the difference between all my black and yellow animals, so uh, to to me, they were all bees, but I think a lot of them were hornets because they'd eat the peanut butter. Um, Probably, yeah. But no, it was fun, because if you put them in... If you put them, if you cool them down by putting them in the freezer. If you put them in too long, they die. Don't do it too long. Learn that one real quick. But if if you do it just a little bit, like like ten twenty minutes, then then their metabolism slows and they basically become drunk. And you can like play with them and do whatever the heck you want with them. <laughs> and that was great fun. Another weird thing is if um, if the bees are stuck in a jar for a long time, like uh. Like, over a day or two. Mm-hmm. Then, even if you open the jar, they'll, they'll like, hang out around the jar, but they'll always return to the jar. It's just like their house now. Oh. There's a lot of great things you could do with catching bees or hornets or yellow jackets or whatever they were in a jar. Wasps I got stung a them? lot of times, but, you know. That's, a... that's, just, that's just part of the trade. The first one I caught was with my bare hands, and I learned not to do that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of bugs that are fun to catch with your bare hands, though. It's You you get some real elementary school cred if you catch a butterfly with your real with, with your normal hands, and then you can just go, want to see a magic trick, bah, and then the butterfly flies out. <laughs> it sucks if you accidentally crushed it, then then you lose all the cred. Yeah, you're, you killed it, you monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was... That's a risk you gotta take, because you don't know if it's alive until you open it or not, because they don't do anything when they're in the hands. Yeah, Schrodinger's butterfly, I guess. In your hand. You don't know. It, you might have crushed it. You don't know. Yeah, Kid it doesn't, hands are it, weird. It doesn't work with dragonflies either. Their wings are too long. You crush their wings, yeah. they can't fly away. Uh-huh. Even if they're alive. Because, because of kids' lack of fine motor control, your hands become a Schrodinger's cat box for, yes. for bugs. Yeah, it's the discovery yeah. process. Uh, yeah. Ladybugs are also very fun to catch. They're much easier to catch. Though you can't do the magic trick, because they need to climb to the top of something before they want to fly away. So you wait until they climb to the end of your finger and then they fly away. So it's less cinematic, really. I remember one kid at CDI was like, This is where we actually get into like the, the weird, messed up kind of stuff, Eric. We weren't messed up or, or sadistic. Yeah, no, or, I'm just or, or, doing chilling kids stuff. I, yeah, I was gonna say most kids usually aren't this gentle with bugs. They like crushing and killing them. Oh yeah, I I did not slam them with my shoe. I I was not I was cute. gentle. I've always been gentle. I'm very gentle. I'm a gentle person. A gentleman, if you wow, might say. you a might say. in real life. But, yeah, I mean, for, I, I, I think I'd like to say that I had uh, quite a bit of fine motor control in comparison to my peers as an elementary school student. Um, but anyway, I was going to say, there was one kid at CDI who uh, took it a bit too far. Like, sure, we're feeding it to another bug, but we always made sure that it happened naturally. We We caught them alive, and they were eaten... Alive, but that's the praying, thats what the praying mantis <laughs> oh, does. Naturally. Um but there was one kid that I remember. I don't, uh, but he what he would do is he would take a paperclip and un, un unravel it to make like a long piece of metal, and he would skewer bugs onto it and watch oh. them as they just kind of struggle. Brutal, <laughs> no. He did get called, he did get like scolded by one of the uh, supervisors once when, when they saw him do that. Cause like, they were like, it's cruel. And he's like, why? They're just bugs. They're still animals and they still can probably feel. It's cruel. And they're just like struggling trying to get off of this thing that they've been skewered by. And it was, yeah, it was, that was messed up for sure. Ah, uh, the bug kebab. <laughs> 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 or or a <laughs> praying mantis ball. Wait, did he, he fed it to a praying mantis? Or I mean, no, he just he, he just watched them die. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pest control in in the future. He, I don't even know how he was able to skewer them, actually. Yeah, because like that takes some I, skill. Maybe he was the one with the fine motor control. Possibly, but I. I you know, the other thing is that I wouldn't have tried it because I don't want to hurt things. <laughs> Except feeding them the praying mantis. No, that's part of nature. That's, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's the yeah, circle yeah, of the life. Watch. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Ryan didn't hurt him. It's different. That's a part of how the praying mantis... That's the That's part of the ecosystem. The circle of life. The food <laughs> chain between the praying mantis and the moths and the bees and the wasps and such. But this guy just took a bunch of... Took a bunch of wasps and bees and moths and such and just skewered them with a paperclip somehow, and then just watched them as they slowly died. Extremely cool. At least when they're getting, and they probably die more... They die more quickly than when they're stabbed by a freaking paperclip. <laughs> One thing I also liked doing when I was a kid is, uh, if there are any ponds or bodies of water around, you get a, like a mason jar, or something that seals. Peanut butter jar works too. And you, uh, you close it, with some water, like no actual fish or anything in it, with some water, and you get a bit of sediment from the bottom and put it in it, and you watch all the, uh, tiny creatures or tiny things that are around. If you look closely with a light, you can see a bunch of things. Like, there's a bunch of worms, and a couple of tiny shrimp, often. Uh, if you're really unlucky, you get a frog or mosquitoes, and those just, like, kind of immediately die in the jar. It's like, as soon as they're not babies anymore, you know? Yeah. And and it is important that you uh you have it be airtight, because uh, the water is disgusting and only smells worse over time. The worst part of the <laughs> job is disposing of the jar.
1: Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because
0: eventually everything dies. It does. Yeah. Except uh, sometimes the worms just like live forever. They're mysterious. I don't understand them. Worms are very mysterious, and they do live. Oh, that's another they thing I remember a lot of species, kids. Right. What? I thought they live off the nutrients and like the soil, water... Oh yeah, I mean, everything lives off of the soil or each other or like tiny plant matter that's in the thing until eventually like the water just loses all air, becomes completely anaerobic, and like all the nutrients is replaced with basically, you know, output. Waste Waste products. Yeah, it's uh... Yeah. you You have to be pretty careful to make one of these environments that is actually circulating. Like like to have one that actually, you know, fully does a cycle and will live forever. I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't think you really can make one that lives forever. I think you can make ones that live progressively longer, but I don't know about forever, unless you had a really big one. I remember the elementary school track. If you mm-hmm. dug into it you could find worms. And uh Holy shit, was... were you digging holes in the track? No, I wasn't. That's how someone had... breaks their fucking ankle. Well, yeah, you know, (laughs) kids are kids. They're going to do what kids are going (laughs) to do. However, yeah, so there's like one part next to like, you know, the the box with all the wood chips in it. Like that, there was like a part of the track that just kind of was directly adjacent to that. And so what a lot of kids would do is because they're playing, they would dig up parts of the track and they would do things with it. They would like see, they would find worms Mm. and uh, they would do whatever they would do with that. Some of them, you know uh dissected them uh it's cut them science. into pieces mm. yeah attempted to locate what they thought was the worm heart you know mm. stuff like that um some real scientists here digging yeah, up worms I mean, on the school track yeah that's that's what happens when you're a kid you just go for the dirtiest stuff ever we i guess you go for gold. I remember one... That just reminds me of like, another thing that I distinctly remember is, like, attempting to plant trees in the track. Huh. In the track? Oh. <laughs> well, do Hold you, on. You just get like I'm an, not done with the story. You just get, like, an acorn just stick it in the ground and wait for it, What happens? Uh, just, yes. So what happens is you would dig a hole in the track, right? Uh huh. And you would put an acorn in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> and because... <laughs> because the because in order for there to be you need to water it somehow right so what you would do is before you before you put the sand on it to let it grow you would have to spit into it and then put the sand on top of it so that there's enough moisture for the acorn to turn into a tree uh-huh and that's what I did and so the my... entire track is just full of trees now giant trees. I doubt right? it I highly doubt it logic <laughs> like, checks out <laughs> what meddling kid planted trees in our track. <laughs> Oh, we had my elementary school had such a problem with acorns they all the kids would throw them like there's there's this one section on the track like it's on it's on a block top area but it, it uh it's runs right under a bunch of acorn trees or trees that drop acorns and all these tiny seeds kids would have like imagine it's like a snowball fight but with acorns, and these acorns nice. aren't like. They're not massive, but they're not tiny either. So if you get hit by one, it does hurt. Yeah. We, uh... Our school had a lot of pine cones, so those are also pretty powerful. <laughs> but, like, they're, like, sharp. Oh my God. And they're bigger. But they're less heavy, yeah. I think. They are, yeah, but they're sharper, they're heavier, they're probably... Yeah. Well, I that that, that they're got ruled out harder. pretty quickly. Someone, someone threw an acorn at someone, cut them open, you know, that stuff. Yeah... How oh, so, worst acorn, part is if you throw the acorns, sometimes you yeah. get cut too. I see. The, uh, it Not took, acorns. It took the acorns. it took the teachers like a month to find out that we were throwing acorns. Somehow, like no one got seriously hurt from it until someone. It wasn't even the acorns. So two kids found two giant sticks that the tree dropped. And they just started having like a lightsaber deal with it. And that's what it caught the teacher's attention. Not the acorns. No, it was two giant sticks that ruined the acorn party. Damn. Makes sense. No, you can't play with the trees anymore. Yeah, no more trees. Yeah, they tried to fight each other with sticks. But that's dangerous. So yeah, I get it. So yeah, no, you can't have that. You can't have that happening. One of my favorite things I would do in elementary school is... So, you know, I'm collecting my favorite rocks. You understand. This is this is part of the process. Yes, um, you, you we have talked about I've, this I've before. long-term have been collecting my, my favorite rocks in elementary school. And then there's a rainy day. And there's a lot of exposed dirt where we'd have recess. And if it's still wet out, sometimes they'd keep us in if it was raining. But if it was only lightly raining, or it, like, had been raining, we could go outside. And then there's a lot of exposed dirt that had turned to mud. See, the game... Was you get all your favorite rocks, you pelt them into the dirt as hard as you can, so it splashes. That's part of the fun. And then, when it uh, stops raining and gets sunny again, and the dirt dries up, you have to dig and excavate out your favorite rocks again. And then you repeat the cycle when it rains again. Huh? You can dig up your rocks later. Yeah, you dig up your rocks once the mud is dried and turned back into dirt. Ah, uh, then you get to like you see a little imprints. In yeah, group. it's pretty cool. Oh, not bad. I like that. Idea. It's it's like a risk, too. Sometimes you lose your favorite rocks. But every <laughs> rock, your bond with them grows stronger each time you, you release them. <laughs> you guys, you guys just had your rocks on you, your favorite rocks on you an entire time at school? Yeah, yeah, unironically, kind of... there was like four people I know that we'd do this with whenever it was wet. So there literally was five of us that always carried our favorite rocks with us. Hell yeah. That's what happened with my meteors, too. I had those things in my pocket for a while until I realized. (laughs) The other thing I would do with my meteors in order to simulate them crashing into the earth again, I'd throw them as high as I could up into the air and watch them fall. That's good, that's good. Yeah. And I would be like, it's a meteor shower and you have to get (gasps) out of the way or the, the rocks will hit you. Yeah, bummer. Yeah, or the the petrified poop will hit you. (laughs) Shower? (laughs) Yep, it's pretty bad. You don't want to get hit by uh, that, do you? That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, no wonder why kids are dirty. Uh I feel like being, I was actually, admittedly, despite this, I was quite a clean kid. I was a very hygienic youth, you might call me. But you know, even then, you it's not like you can't get dirty during playtime as long as you clean yourself up afterwards. And it's a, being a kid and getting dirty is fun. The the poop story reminds me of do you know did you guys have grass fields at elementary school? Yes. Yeah. So there was there there's a, always like a time where like I forget who does it, maybe like the cleanup crew, they they go around the field and start digging tiny holes in the in the field, just to, like, let air into the grass, right? I think that's how it works. Aeration. Yeah, aeration. Cool. So it looks like little... Like, like, the, the little... Little gopher holes. Yeah, the little yeah. the little circles of dirt come out, and it looks like poop. So when I first saw it, I thought the ground could poop. Nice. <laughs> the ground could poop. Yeah, the ground pooping. That's the only explanation I agree. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, the, we... The, the, none we of us... Learn... Have... None of us thought it was dirt. We all thought it was poop, even though there were clearly holes in the grass. We thought we all <laughs> thought it was poop. The ground is pooping <laughs> makes sense. You're like, well, if the Earth is alive, then the Earth must poop too, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. See, I can't believe my, I can't believe our elementary school was built around Earth's butthole. It's rough. <laughs> Imagine Man. living in Earth's butthole, dude. <laughs> what is the Earth's butthole? What if be volcanoes... Okay. I'd say that's probably the closest thing to Earth's butthole. I, I, would, I would liken that more to, like, pimples or something. Pimples? Hmm. I don't think the Earth needs a butthole, nor does it have one. This is a really weird... I don't know why I said it, but it was funny <laughs> when I said it. <laughs> the earth's butthole. I'm trying to think of like other sort of childhood elementary school adventures that I went on. I felt as a kid I was very frugal and also frail. And this wasn't elementary, was, this was preschool, where I was, I was in a different district at the time. And we had two playground sets. The one with like, this kind of light looking tan bark, and the other one very dark tan bark something i forget what happened but i was banned <laughs> from playing on the playground with the white bark. something must have happened i i don't remember why i couldn't play there so when was whenever it was recess i would always need to have a preschool teacher watch me play in a dark tan bark area and the thing with the, the dark tanbark is it is very prone to giving you splinters yeah, it is compared to like the light, the light tan work, the dark ones. Just yeah. they're the the tan work is just so, so pointy. It, <laughs> it is. It's just so so much pointier. and it's just, every time after recess, like it, there was like two big slides in this playground area that I was always running. They were the only like attractions I would call it attractions in this playground. The other light tan work that air, playground area I was banned from it had like monkey bars and swings and stuff. No. That my area just had two giant slides, so I would always ride them, and these were pretty tall slides for like for what, for what a preschooler would ride on. So every time I rode the slide, I would fall like face first into the dark sandbar <laughs> oh. every single time, and I would keep doing it. I would keep going back like up so and riding it again. <laughs> so like at the end of every day, I'm just covered head and toe with like splinters across my face and hands. It sounds terrible. It's awful. That brings up an excellent point though. Why the hell were we allowed to play in that stuff when we were kids? That stuff is painful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stuff- why is that- why is that the thing that is- like? why is that what we fill the space around play structures with? Because the thing is that, I mean, it could cushion falls if kids end up falling off the play structure but then it introduces a different avenue of pain in which stu- you can just get stabbed by a bunch of stuff. Yes. So well, I'm pretty sure there would have there should be a better isn't there a better thing that we can fill these play structure sandbox-esque things yeah, with the sand. sand. Yeah. yeah I I think sand, but I think sand works fine. Like I was also thinking grass, but it might not be as structurally sound as the base. Yeah. I think it's just cheaper sand. <sighs> I mean, there's a. I mean, the other thing is that like sand could also. Um, well, no, wood chips still dirty you up. But the thing is, is that like it could be like a. a it's easier to clean off than sand. No, or, no, no, no. 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 Oh, oh, handbar is easier. Oh, I clean mean, if you're off. in yes, your shoes. correct. And not splintering your face throughout, then sand is way harder to clean up. Sand is yeah. terrible to clean up. I still have sand in my shoes on when I went to that pismone. From, Pismo from Eric's Bizarre Adventure? Yeah, yeah, from, <laughs> from my ATV <laughs> ride, I, there's still sand in my shoe and I can't get it out. Sand is impossible hmm. to fully clean. There's always going to be a few grains somewhere. There's always going to be a bit more. You never can. It gets everywhere. You can it's never get everywhere. Ready. I I it Anakin back Skywalker sand. was right.
1: Huh?
0: Anakin? Uh, Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker was right to hate sand. Yeah. The worst I ever did with Tampark, I never fell face first. Well, I remember I, I, uh, because damn, I liked running. I challenged a kid to a race, but somehow, in, in whatever logic we had, uh, we decided that shoes were like an advantage or a disadvantage, so we needed to do it fully barefoot. Um <laughs> And uh, I did have a barefoot race through Tanbark, and uh, your your feet do become just like a splinter. Yeah, it's weird because when get... you're doing it, you don't feel it at all. Like, we did the entire race and it was fine, and then as soon as we were out of the tan bark, it's like pain. It's, it's, it's <laughs> so adrenaline, I think.
1: Part of adrenaline. Yeah, I have no idea.
0: Might also be because now the floor is flat again and it's like fully pushing them in. Probably a mixture of the two, but yeah, both of us were just like dying, dude. <laughs> Did you do yeah, you learned the life lesson of don't be barefoot on Tanbark.
1: Good lesson. Good
0: lesson. Yeah, usually be a good idea. But I won the race, so it's okay. Speaking of racing and Tanbark, I'm unlocking more childhood memories. Because. <laughs> uh... So there's a bit of like context, I guess, that's required for this. Um, usually what I would do, and this is kind of harkens to me, like, ooh, look, I'm a game designer, I guess, kind of. But um, uh, So a lot of the times what I would do is I would attempt to try to create some kind of fun game to do during like recess or during outside time at CDI. And a lot of the inspiration I had was the time I, t- the time I spent awake before I went to school. I usually spent that time watching like Cartoon Network. And for some reason... On Cartoon Network, at like 5 or 6 or 7 in the morning, they're, at, at least at the time, they were airing a bunch of, like, dubbed anime series. I don't know why that was the time for dubbed anime series. It, is It It might be because it's, like, the end of Adult Swim, so they're transitioning into normal daytime cartoons or something like that, but, um, for some reason. Really? Just, it was, uh, yeah, It was, just was actually p- the opposite for me. But... A lot of dubbed anime. Now, yeah, the dubbed anime on Cartoon Network for me always aired at like nine p m It was always like one piece and Naruto Not two, in the that 1 was PM. two nine. These were something else. I don't know what they were, but uh it was just I don't know why the morning was the time for dubbed anime on Cartoon Network, but that's what it felt like it was when I was watching it and so I don't know. I just watched a bunch of like one off shows I saw I'm trying to remember what I saw I remember seeing. It's a lot of like those shonen toy tie-in manga, be- anime stuff where it's like a- an anime that was made to advertise a toy. To sell you toys, Bak- yeah. Bakugan, yeah. Beyblade, Bakugan Beyblade, um Beat-a-mo- Do you guys remember Beat 'em I have no idea what Beat 'em is. I've never was. heard about you. Okay, you guys, uh, maybe I I don't know. I remember seeing the commercials for Beat 'em but um It's like these little tiny it's like I don't know how to describe it, but I remember looking back on. It, I remember them being really dumb. Look, it looked really dumb when uh, this was the thing that the actual characters in the show were like actually fighting with these little tiny oh robot God, they're toys. They're adorable. They're adorable, and the thing is, is that what you do with them is you just like push. There's a button in the back; it's spring loaded. You push it to launch the ball that is in their chest into the other. That's person. the cobalt blade. It is the cobalt blade, and this has nothing to do with the story I was going to say, i saying like this. are these metal balls? No, no, they're plastic. no, they're plastic. Okay, it was just, just this one that metal. No, yeah. it's just like a gun, dude. <laughs> it's still a hard plastic, though. It's like it's like resin or something, like, how, because it is like a hard, clear plastic. How hard does it launch? Pretty far. <laughs> Um, the entire point of the game was to like, if there's, I don't know exactly what it was, usually there's like a bunch of different games you can do with them where it's like you have like some kind of obstacle course or a bunch of targets that you have to shoot the balls and knock them over with, or if you're doing like a head-to-head thing, there's like another part, like a bunch of these attachments that you can put on your on I guess is what they were called, and you would have to shoot this little tiny target that's on the front of your opponent's on and if you hit it, you win, because then it keeps them from shooting or something like that. Um, regardless, anyway, this is supposed, this is all to say that this is leading up to, like, a game that I kind of just played in, at, like, outside time during CDI, where I I took something from the show called, uh, E.10 Jump. It's about it's a mountain biking anime series. Oh yeah, mountain biking show? Yeah. Uh when they but, but whenever when they introduced the show they called it I dot and Jump. So I got looking back kind of mad at that, but you know, you know, English dubbing, anime English dubbing was still in its infancy. They didn't get all they didn't work out all of the all of the kinks yet of mispronouncing certain things. But whatever. It was a mountain biking racing anime series, and I felt like this would be a fun game to attempt to play at, at, at and during outside time. <laughs> and it just it essentially just amounted to just kids running around the play structure and completing laps. But there was a little tiny part where we cleared out as much bark as we could to create a gap that people had to jump over. Mm. And, and that's that good. The, that's good. That's the spicy thing about about the. The, what I, I guess the the eight jump ten jump racing game that I played is the recess. jump. That is the jump. But yeah, that that's about it. If you guys want to talk about beat 'em on and Beyblade and what else was there, Bakugan, <laughs> Bakugan. Uh, it's- the anime looks so cool, like the little toys can talk with you, they're your friends, and then you get a real yeah. one and it just doesn't talk to you, and it's, not, it's just a piece of plastic with a little gimmick, and it's sad once you realize that it can't talk to you. That's my yeah. experience with it. <laughs> Bakugan, I think Bakugan were super cool, though, because I think it was simply the fact that you know, this little tiny marble looking thing could turn into or could open up to reveal like it's a it's a creature was a super cool gimmick. And I don't know anything about the game, but but the, just simply the the engineering that went into the toys were kind of interesting. I really liked that. I went through all of the very I was looking back, I'm pretty sure I was a sucker for most of those anime toy tie in <clears throat> shows. I, I'm pretty sure I got to beat-em-on at some point. I definitely got a bunch of Beyblades. And I also got Bakugan as well. I still have the Bakugan, too. I never really went too hard into any of them, honestly. I liked them, I watched about them, but it's like... I don't know, maybe it was good parenting, but or like, just the way that my brain worked. I, it literally never registered that there were toys that I could buy and play with. I'm just like, that's what they do in the show. <laughs> and that was the end of it. Yeah, that's how they It's like I watched some... I watched a bit of Bagamon, I watched a bit of, uh... I don't remember. I mean, I Basically. guess, like, Pokemon and, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Occasionally. It's like, it, yeah. it, for most of my childhood, it literally never registered to me that they were products. I just didn't see anyone playing with them ever. I... I wasn't too into... I didn't really... I saw a Pokemon game once, but I had watched or seen the Pokemon anime off and off and on every so often. But when it came to Yu-Gi-Oh, though, I was super... I think Yu-Gi-Oh is probably the best version of the anime toy tie-in anime because, well, first of all, there's an actual story that is deep and interesting in (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh. But uh, the other thing is that, like, There was just something about Yu-Gi-Oh! that just made it so that, like, the cards were super um, appealing to me. And I remember, like, seeing, like, wait, I can... These cards exist? I can get these cards? And I was super excited, because I'm like, I wanted to be the want the cards? I want to have the cards. I want to summon Dark Magician. It was so cool. I want to... I want (laughs) to... I want to scam my brother out of his Blue Eyes White Dragon by pretending we're doing the Battle City final... The Battle (laughs) City rules... Or if you lose, you have to give the other person your rarest card. Oh, uh, you're a mean brother. Hey, no, I, I didn't actually take it from him. I was just, <laughs> it, was, it was just a thing that we did. And, yeah. And the thing is, is that, like, honestly, I think that Yu-Gi-Oh! is the best version of that anime toy tie-in thing. It's just so interesting. I mean, it's the cool. one I watched the most is Pokemon, and I enjoyed watching Pokemon for like a year or two before it like actually ever registered that there was anything else besides the show. I just never even questioned it for the second, for a second. I think the uh, the dubbed anime that uh, my sister and I watched the most is we watched a lot of Sonic X. That was that was the stuff right there. There there's no real products that we got alongside with that. You didn't get any Sonic games from watching Sonic X? Uh, my sister got Sonic games occasionally, but we, we liked Sonic because, like, I don't know. We we played the Sonic games first. We played, uh... My sister had a Game Boy game, I think. It was, like, Sonic Advance or something.
1: <laughs>
0: and that was pretty fun. Then eventually we got Sonic Adventure, and then Sonic Adventure 2. I I was actually called something different. It was called, uh... Sonic... Adventure DX Director's Cut, or whatever the heck, because we got it on the GameCube, not the Dreamcast. (laughs) I I remember a friend of mine, an asshole friend from elementary school, who had me come over just to watch him play it, and I was like, wow, cool. (laughs) Wow, this is a really cool time watching you play this. I'm having so much fun watching you have fun. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, well, look at how cool this game is. I'm like, oh, is there any two-player? And he's like, no, I'm just gonna play this, you have to watch me. I'm like, oh, great. Didn't even give you a turn? No. Kill him. (laughs) (laughs) He must die. (laughs) Yeah, this just game, Ryan becomes murderer at age 10 or whatever. No, uh I I don't know what the heck was up, because he did that he did that three times. Why'd you go di- back? <laughs> I didn't go back. No no, he did it three times at the same time. I never went back after that. Oh, I th- I thought you meant I went to his house three different times and every time I just had to watch. mm No. He did it three times that one day where we j- he just played a bunch of games, like, oh cool, can I play it too? And he's like, No, you just watch. I'm like, what the hell am I here for then? <laughs> Yeah, I think and... back to what most of my friend visits were as a kid. They are way better than that shit, dude. We'd play <laughs> Melee pretty often. Uh, so I, I was a pretty kid cool kid because I had a, I had like two DVDs of Spongebob episodes. I forget. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. they are like one of the earlier seasons. I don't remember. And I'd bring them over and we'd watch Spongebob and that was cool. <laughs> i just remembering that friend. I don't like it. I also think he grew up to be an asshole, so he's he's he not a great person. Him. He was a pathological liar and also somewhat of a kleptomaniac. <laughs> uh, not really part of the elementary school experience because also he was moody. I don't know what the heck was up. but he would you wrong him once and then he like kicked you in the foot or something. The end. <laughs> I don't know why he did. And then the next day he'd be like, "Oh yeah, we're completely fine. I'm your friend again." I'm like what the hell's happening? It might be I- a gaslit. I had a friend somewhat like that, but he had a redemption arc in, like, elementary school. No, it was, it was early middle school, I think. No, it was elementary school. We were talking about it, and we were talking about uh, Pokemon cards, and I and I had a friend over. I think it was mostly the parents were over, but we knew each other, so we just happened to be hanging out at the same house, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And we were talking about Pokemon cards, and I was showing him my Pokemon cards. And, um, I saw him do it, but I didn't say anything, because, like, I didn't think it was that cool of a card. It wasn't my favorite card, so I'm just like, you could have it, whatever. I didn't care. But, uh, a kid, when he was looking through my Pokemon cards, stole uh, a Groudon card that I had. Mm. And I didn't like Groudon very much, so I didn't care. But, um, like, a- after some time, it, like, sunk in, I was like, damn, he stole my Pokemon card. And we were still friends. I had, like, forgotten about it and or like didn't care about it until like i remembered then i'm like hmm that's unpleasant and i just noted that in mind in my own way but then in middle school he had a redemption arc he said you know it's kind of stupid and i don't know if you care but i remember that i stole your groudon card and he gave me back the groudon card like like literally four years after it happened and i'm like Mm -hmm. holy shit he's a damn hero yeah, this guy didn't go through any sort of redemption arc. In fact, I think it just got worse as we got older. Dang. <laughs> he just felt the guilt um, pile on, and he just saw his nice framed ground It felt like he was doubling down, like, you know what, I've already dug myself in this hole, might as well <laughs> dig it deeper. Oh, man. I mean, I'm sorry there's... I was friends with the protagonist. Yeah. <sighs> Well, you know what? I'm the protagonist, and he's just kind of, I don't know, maybe in my, in my eyes I am the protagonist, and this guy kind of just ate shit along the way, <laughs> is what I'm kind of feeling about it. Because, like, it started off small. He would do things like, he would, I don't know, he would he would steal small stuff, he'd sneak small stuff, but then come high school, you'd think he's a more mature person. He wouldn't do that anymore. But no, he gets into actual legal trouble because he attempts to steal a DSLR camera from the film and animation department in our high school. Huh. And he attempts to blame it on someone else because it wasn't found in his car. But it was obviously him because he orchestrated it. And then he got into actual legal trouble. Oh, so yeah. that's that's how the story ends. <laughs> he didn't have redemption or uh, that. that was the last I saw of him. And he dies. He's probably dead. So yeah, Jake, you're right. I... I He's He's gone. Oh, wow. Robert. That's brutal, man. Yeah, you... It you, would have been you, fine if you killed him, but if he just died, n- man, that's brutal. No, nah, you see, it was, like, foreshadowing. You you kind of said it, and because you said it earlier, it happened for real. Oh, wow. And so he's actually gone. I don't know what happened to him. It's pretty impressive. And, I, and I have no desire to find out whatever happened to him. Because, you know, I don't know, he tried to steal a camera. That's the last I saw of it. <laughs> I haven't talked to the guy who took my like, Groudon card in a long time, but, uh... Neither of us. I I, subs- I subscribe to uh, him on YouTube. He does uh, football commentary. He's an aspiring football commentator, and I'm like, ah. "Wow, nice! That's interesting." Truly redeemed. Oh yeah, no, he's he's a hero, man. Would you believe it if I said that the guy that I this former friend of mine was a film student? Whoa, wow. Well, well, that just means he was aspiring to make his own film by stealing the camera. He knew the He was value. getting it done any he, way he could. He was a gritty protagonist. He still tried to steal school property. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound good when you tell it that way. <laughs> yeah, he must have known about the value of it. That's probably why. Well, well, yeah, of course he did. That's why he stole it. <laughs> and then he got caught and then attempted to say, I didn't steal that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the, That is that is also something that happened in my. I guess you can call it my childhood. well that was high school. We we moved up. Uh, people still do some stuff even when they're in high school. Uh. I I do not consider people in high school to be adults or mature. They're still children. <laughs> With all they're, they're just children pretending to be adults That's what we were all were when we were in high school Just, even me ma- Me, as mature as I might have been I wasn't, I was very moody I think we've said before that I was a The moody goth kid Who didn't look goth Actually, no, that's not true I did probably look a little bit goth <sighs> with my what with my long hair that covers one of my eyes and my shirts that all have skulls and devil wings and guitars and hell beings all over them i don't know it's pretty based man i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i was the goth kid uh you are a cool kid pretty sure i don't think so <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't think no, i was don't the cool doubt kid. yourself you are definitely a cool kid uh, it's but operative word here kid notice how we didn't say that i was the cool goth person we <laughs> were cool goth adult. We were still yeah, the you, cool know, goth. you can't win them all. Even if I was a cool goth kid, I was still a kid. As most people in high school are children. I, I would say. In second half of high school, and I think for a lot of college, I think basically everyone thought I was stoned out of my mind all the time, but I was actually just chillin'. Hmm. I mean, when seems to have been my appearance and personality trait for quite some time. I don't understand why people have to think that that has to be the result of drug use. It could just be, yeah. This is actually just really incredibly depressing back. that they see me like having a good time and being relaxed, and they're like, "Must be weed." It's actually, uh, poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. I mean, the other thing that I have to think about is that that really doesn't really that doesn't paint a very good picture of humanity. It means that people can't be laid back unless there's some other substance to help you do that. But, like, I don't know. People are biased, they're entitled to their own opinions of what People can just be easygoing without the need for the smoking of the marijuana. They could just be super laid back and easygoing. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I feel like I have it's... nothing against it. I tried it once, I didn't enjoy it very much, so I haven't tried it again. Yeah, I feel like it's human nature to so just judge people when you just when you see them. It is. Though, at the end of high school, one guy that I like had basically never talked. His name was Eric, like you, but it wasn't oh. you. You weren't in my high school. Are you, sure? Are you sure? Yeah, That's I know. This is crazy. There are other people named Eric. No way. <laughs> but uh, near the end of high school, like in the, we had a graduation trip. That was like a Disneyland trip that you could you could pay to go to if you wanted. And then my parents were were feeling pretty cool, so they they paid for me to go. And I had a great time there, but one kid named Eric, who I had, like, hardly ever talked to, I think the full extent of it was we were both in track in middle school, but even then, we didn't talk much. And, like, he showed up, it was, like, you know, really late, because it's, like, the overnight Disneyland thing, so it's, like, 1 a.m. or something, he shows up, he walks up behind me, and he says, Hey, man. I'm glad you kept your mane the entire time. You're really rocking it. And I said thanks, Eric. And I felt like very cool for knowing Eric's name. And then he just walked away. And I'm like, oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What a cool. At least he didn't say, "Man, dude, you're really cool for having passed, having gone through high school and also smoked marijuana the entire time." Yeah, no, he complimented my hair i'm like yeah. wow that's just like a genuine cool dude compliment right there yeah i, I was yeah. extremely pleased your hair is quite interesting he even called it a mane and i'm like whoa that's pretty yeah, nice, nice mane, uh, mane, pretty dude.
1: fabulous
0: yeah really yeah it's pretty cool I don't think I've ever had anyone just come up to me and compliment me, but also could be the kind of energy that I exuded as the cool, quote unquote. Yeah, I'm sorry, cool you're too cool and distant. A compliment? God, would kid. would just be a slight <laughs> on you, really? Yeah, I don't know how that would have worked out. I don't know how people would compliment me when I when I exude aura of don't come near me or I'll probably stab you with my eyes. I don't know. I think you have nice hair. <laughs> I think it's generally yeah. very orderly and nice. I don't know if the hair was necessi- I don't know if, like, my hair is necessarily the thing that I would want to be complimented on. But I guess, like, thinking about it, the fact that you just complimented me on it makes me- I mean, I don't know you from that timeline, I know you from college. I think you had nice hair in college. Thank you. It was kind of the same as it was in high school. Except in high school it was longer and covered half my face (laughs) because it had to because I was the cool goth kid. But I grew out of it. Kind of. My hair is still long, it's just not covering my face anymore. (laughs) <laughs> so you, now you're just the cool kid. You shred. You you removed the goth. I guess so. <sighs> All right, with Mister it... with with Mister Coolio and i cool and Mister <laughs> Nice Mane. Got up nice mane. I think that is. We we should probably wrap it up for now. We're about an hour in. Same All right. Way. You can watch this break show, break time podcast. Break show. <laughs> the break show, break time podcast. You're so cool. Every week, eventually one day at Saturday at twitch.tv slash Games. Probably around 3 p.m. ish PST, because that is what we have decided our new schedule is. We have not yep. started streaming on Twitch yet, but maybe one day we will. And one day, someday. One day. Once we're, uh, Once we get some stuff. Sort it out, maybe. Yeah, we'll have, we have new episodes going up on Mondays at 12pm PST on your favorite podcasting platforms as well as on YouTube and youtube.com slash breaktime podcast. Follow us on Twitter at ShadowPointGS if you want and join us next week when we talk about, uh, who's next? Ryan! Ryan! we talk mean, about whatever Ryan shoot. wants to talk about! Wait, Until then! then when we stuff. just talk about Ryan, the Yeah, well, let's time. talk about Ryan. Next week, yeah. Ryan's episode. Until then, break time over.